Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Toronto jazz guitarist and composer Dan Pitt on the 2023 album called Stages. We cover this new album, Surviving a Pandemic and His Future. This is his fourth release and the second album of his main trio project. Building on a strong jazz foundation, the music of this album combines influences of ambient, rock, and chamber music. He continues to work on various experimental music projects as well and performs all the time enjoy this interview hey dan what's up man hey how's it going nice to see you how have you been i'm good everything's good great to see you got new material out yeah yeah uh new trio record yeah you know before we get into that that new album what i would like to do stages i'd like to know how did you survive covid how did you get through it you know it was really really (laughs) it went through the community pretty hardcore how did you survive it how does it change to you yeah um well i feel like with covid uh what helped me was i feel like for guitar playing and as a musician i've always kind of had a fallback with teaching uh teaching music and teaching guitar just just because um over the years i've become a little bit more selective about the performances i do just because um of what what I value in in the musicians I work with and the circumstances uh, surrounding certain gigs and that, so I, I decided maybe just before actually just before COVID hit that I was kind of going to invest more in teaching during the day and playing during the evening, and uh, when COVID hit, that whole plan got screwed up. But uh, so like a lot of people, it turned into Zoom teaching, very much like how we're we are right now, which. Um, was in my experience quite awful in terms of the format but uh it it's how i got through it and um i guess uh, i guess i was also also thankful to um be on be a recipient of several uh grants that allowed me to write and record during the pandemic so i kind of always had this goal or or this idea that like no okay things suck right now but if i work on this music if i write this music if i get this project started um things will get better and and by the time this is all over hopefully and and you know i feel like we've gotten back to being in person again and and that that when that's over i'll have this music to record and perform so uh that was very much the case with my last release, my quintet album Wrongs. That was a all done during COVID. And this record was written during COVID as well and, and kind of performed throughout the pandemic in, in whatever kind of uh, format possible. Usually, usually behind some live performance behind plexiglass or something. Yeah. Well, it's your fourth album. How do you feel about where you're at in your career and your evolution and your voice? Um, I feel with, with this, I don't know. I feel like every album's different. And it, it, when I say fourth album, it does feel kind of wild that I've, I've put out four records, even though it doesn't feel too overwhelming. Just with, uh, I, I guess just with how we're supposed to feel in today's day and age. But, um, yeah, what, what I like about each record I've put out as a band leader is each one of them in a sense is just really a, a huge experiment. 
a huge sound experiment on what I can do with the music in the format I've been given. And that comes down to the band and the musicians I'm playing with. But it also comes down to the studio and the engineers and the format of recording I've chosen to work with and, and cho- chosen to, to, uh, capture the sound within. So for example, like, e- even though this is my second trio record, how it differs is a lot of the music was written with the trio focus in mind. Whereas my 2019 album, the, the first trio record called Fundamentally Flawed, when that came out, it was more so I had all this music I had written over a long period of time and I wanted to put it into the trio format. Whereas this was very different. It was I wrote all this music with uh, my band, with Alex and Nick in mind, and we went and we recorded it. Also in a very open situation uh, as that uh, also contrasts the other recordings. There was very little, uh, no rooms, very little microphones, just a lot of open sound. And uh, it, it was, I, I was really happy with the sound, but also the process was, I found so much easier, all, almost in a, in a kind of concerning way. Cause I normally with recordings, I get, I feel a certain tenseness just because, you know, you want to capture everything right and you want to do everything right. This felt just so easy. I kind of at one point had to say to someone like, are we doing everything right? Like, is everything like what's going on here? Yeah. So what are you hoping ultimately the listener gets from this? It seems like a pretty contemplative um, kind of jaunt to, to me. Like there, there's a level of it that's it, it's a good. I always listen to this when I'm driving. And oh, it, yeah. it, it feels good. The album feels very contemplative. Yeah, I mean, I, I I really like music, especially with the music I create and the sound I've kind of captured on the guitar. I think about it as a very textural sound. And I, I guess I always think of um, locations or landscapes or scenarios. And I guess you see that a lot, too, even in my album art, whereas like this one's it's all mountain ranges and... My solo record was uh, a for like a forest with a tall tree, and um, I always kind of think of some some imagery or, or some some image I'm trying to illustrate with my music. And in terms of in terms of uh, the listener, one thing when I'm experimenting with uh, the this record and and playing lots of improvised music. I always try to make sure it's something I want to listen to. And although I have, I, I'd like to think I have a very open mind and I listen to lots of different types of music and in terms of improvising very uh, extreme avant-garde music, I, I want it to be something that maybe someone who doesn't listen to that might be able to listen to this and be like, oh yeah, that reminds me of this or that or, or access it or think about it in a way that is outside of the jazz and improvised idiom. And uh, that's kind of what you hear when you listen to each each piece. There is a there is an overall arc and overall similarity, but there's a lot of different uh, influences throughout it. Uh, whereas, like, you have a track like Part Two that's very um, uh, inspired by a lot of 20th century, early 20th century compositions, um, like Stravinsky, and then you have a track like 15 Minutes, which is almost like a an instrumental prog rock track. 
So, so kind of like uh, I'm trying to take different flavors from my own influences, my own uh, listenings, and and things that have inspired me, and try and put them in my overall sound, overall arc, so that I just try and connect with as many people as possible. So, how does it feel, just on a visceral level, to be able to have an album come out now? We're not talking about being in a pandemic and whether crowds are going to come out, we've kind of completed a level of this circle and we're all emerging. Have you thought about that, how that feels to have this out right now? Yeah, I've I've thought about it a little bit. It it feels kind of weird in the sense that with, with COVID having kind of died down and, and everything being open again and have it having been so long since i've i've done an album campaign it almost feels like i'm i'm starting from scratch again in a way and i think that's why the fourth album what despite it being my fourth record it almost kind of feels like my first record in a way again because it it feels like kind of a restart but also um yeah i i think more so with this record coming out uh and in this time what i'm interested most uh what i'm interested most in is just about connecting and building community rather than being concerned with numbers in streaming or 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 how many how much of this and that is happening i just want want the music to be very genuine and and the the connections and and any kind of interactions to be as genuine as possible because I think for me, that was a big thing I learned during the pandemic is like, what, what are my kind of true connections and what, what's my real community versus like the, the relationships that might be more shallow in both personal and, and work in, in music scenarios. So that's what I kind of feel with this record coming out. Um, it, it's, I, I kind of have this divide right now between when I'm trying to plug the record and when I'm just trying to, I guess be be a human being and and still create and work on my own level. So speaking of that personal connection, there's no better way than with live music. Talk about any CD release, any subsequent shows, anything that's going on with you. Yeah, so uh, all my all my shows will be in Canada for right now. Um, we have a CD release show happening Sunday, September 10th in Toronto at the Transac Club. Uh, at 10 p.m. and that'll be with the the trio which is alex fournier on double bass and nick frazier on drums and then in the following month in october we're doing a small tour of ontario and quebec so we'll be playing in toronto two nights at the rex hotel on the 22nd and 23rd of october and then we will be going to guelph uh kingston montreal and ottawa performing there as well so where is the best place to pick up the album? All the details about this release, live shows, anything about your world? So the record releases uh, on all streaming platforms on Friday, September 8th. And it's also available on Bandcamp, on uh, digital and on, I don't know if anyone can see this, compact yep. disc. Um, so I still like CDs. I feel like we're, I feel like nowadays people still talk about the good old days of going to HMV and, and spending a bunch of money on a CD you think you might like, and then you only like three tracks. I think I just saw uh, a meme of that somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, I like that too. So if yeah. you like CDs, I, I have plenty of them or 
I shouldn't say playing a limited run, but probably probably will still have a bit by this time this is over. And Bandcamp for sure is the best way to buy both digital and physical, just because it, it's you when you buy it, you get to have it forever, and you get both digital and physical. And I, I'm still a huge fan of Bandcamp and what they do. Yeah. Um, for any live shows, uh, you can check out my website, which is www.dan-pit.com, and that should have all my shows coming up for the fall right on dan it's always so great we're you're a regular around here it's great to catch up with you on this fourth release best of luck and thank you again man i really appreciate it joe thank you so much for having me on neon jazz and it's always a pleasure and i look forward to it every time thanks for listening and tuning in to another neon jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in toronto kansas city and spots all over the globe giving fans all that jazz thanks to dan for coming back to the show he's a regular and we dig it if you want to hear more neon jazz interviews you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts subscribe to us at youtube and for everything neon jazz go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com until next time Enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.